We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocky can. Welcome. It is Monday. Reacting to a big weekend in the NFL and college football. And right now, if you went... To DraftKings Sportsbook, you would see that the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs are tied in terms of their Super Bowl odds at plus 450. I think that's wrong. You guys know I'm a big Bills fan, but the Kansas City Chiefs should be the Super Bowl favorites. That's just the truth. They have the best quarterback in the league. They have the most dangerous, maybe with all due respect to Miami, maybe the best and most dynamic offense, even when it's guys who you might not have heard of, they're down to third stringers. You got Mahomes who, yeah, is throwing to Kelsey for three touchdowns. That's great, including the go-ahead with when they had a minute and 30 seconds or so left to beat the Chargers. But he's also throwing to, like, backup tight ends and who the heck knows, and the running game has never really been a huge thing in Kansas City, yet he still finds a way. I think it's got to be Mahomes for MVP, Chiefs is Super Bowl favorites, and I think that's the obvious, the obvious take right now. Okay, so Super Bowl favorites, yes, but is it an overwhelming Tom Brady in his prime? Oh, I'm so confident everyone else is playing for second place favorites. I feel that way. I feel that yeah. way from Mahomes. They're going to get the inside track on home field advantage, yeah. and it's going to be the same thing. Now, I know last year they lost the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Still don't know what exactly happened in that second half, but it was I mean, a terrible they, second half. They probably should have lost the game before, too, against the Bills. I mean, I'm not saying that. They really kind of lost. Okay, that but game. they should have won the first time they were in the AFC Championship game against the Patriots. They never mm, got the ball. They never got the ball in overtime. Yeah, but that was terrible. I mean, the they literally. They, but come on. The 13 seconds left of the game, and they were down. That was pulling one out. Listen, I've gotten over it. I think um, they deserve to win that game. They did win the game. So I think that Mahomes, though, is on such a special trajectory that it's almost like a Michael Jordan type thing. And, and here's what I mean. Michael Jordan sort of kept other great people, other great basketball players from winning titles because he was so good. Mahomes has that ability. Mahomes could keep Josh Allen from ever winning. He could keep Lamar Jackson from ever winning. He can keep, you know, Joe Burrow. They they squandered their opportunity, quite frankly. I think the Bengals did. You actually beat Mahomes in Kansas City. You got to finish the job and win the Super Bowl because I don't think there's any, there's no guarantees you're ever getting back. How about Tua? How about even Trevor Lawrence? You want to project that he's going to be a great quarterback. Because <laughs> all these good quarterbacks are in the AFC, but Mahomes is there, I think he's going to work as a block. It's like a wall that he's going to put up because He's shown he doesn't need Tyree Kill. They have plenty of weapons. He's on pace to have his best season statistically that he's ever had. I still think it's funny that you put Tua in that list. (laughs) Tua, who was barely considered a starter until 11 weeks ago. Yeah, I I just think that football doesn't work like that. I think it's way too fragile a sport. Even this year, how much are you really willing to bet that the Chiefs are going to win it all? Because you know that there's just a hamstring pull or a left tackle twisting his ankle in the AFC divisional playoffs. It's such a fragile injury prone sport. And we know that it's a war of attrition. The healthiest team wins the year that Tom Brady won in Tampa Bay Name the injury, nothing. They went, went through everything totally pristine. So, and also everyone kills Brandon Staley and the chargers. 
Do you think a fully healthy Chargers wasn't going to win that game last night? Of course, they probably would have won by two touchdowns. If you had Mike Williams, Rashawn Slater, and Joey Bosa in that game, I mean, the Chargers are due for a win over the Chiefs. They're just a mass unit. They don't have enough guys. I think the Chiefs are, yes, they're the best team. I agree with you so much. But I just think so many crazy things can happen in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl that well, I, I feel like get they're... to the Super Bowl. I mean, winning the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is on an island, right? Like I, I don't but know. You're calling him Michael Jordan. I think you have to win that. I, keeping these other great quarterbacks in the AFC from even getting to the Super Bowl and w- winning the Super Bowl. Why, do you really think the AFC quarterbacks are so superior to the NFC quarterbacks? I'm just talking about like the young crop of yeah. quarterbacks. So beyond Jalen Hurts in the NFC and well, Dak Prescott and Dak. Okay. Um, it's really like yeah. you're talking about Geno Smith. You're talking about, I mean, Kirk Cousins. You want to... We would have talked about Kyler Murray until this year. I mean, it hasn't been a great year for Kyler Murray. I know he got paid, but so here's the thing. But, about but you're talking you're... about Lamar Jackson, who's never done anything in the playoffs. You're talking about Justin Herbert, who's never been to the playoffs. You're yeah. talking about Tua Tagovailoa. Until this year, people weren't sure he was a starting quarterback in the NFL because he underthrew Tyreek Hill in Instagram. This is... I, and that being said, but you I don't think, think the AFC quarterbacks. You, you're not seeing no, like this. It's the AFC. Great... It's the AFC West of takes. Yes, no. They, I think the AFC quarterbacks, the NFC quarterbacks, are very close. Wait, you don't see the the quarterbacks that I named: Josh Allen, Mahomes. Josh Allen and Mahomes are have proven it. They're great. Lamar Jackson's a really good. Well, Josh Allen's season. never been to the Super Bowl, so he hasn't yeah. proven it. But you you don't think that there's something to these AFC quarterbacks with Herbert and Lamar Jackson, and you don't think these guys are like the future of the league, like this golden age of quarterbacks. No, I mean, I think the NFC will have a, a bunch of guys, too. I mean, Justin Herbert, what is he? How old is he? 24, 25? So he's got 10 more years. There's going to be three more great NFC quarterbacks that come up. I I just think it was like, kind of like everyone came in and said, the AFC is so much better than the NFC. It's not. And the, the AFC West is the best division. It's not even close. Well, of course, we are all wrong about the AFC <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't see these guys. You know, I, don't, I like Justin Herbert a lot. I think Josh Allen's amazing. I'd say Mahomes and Allen are spectacular but I do think that, yeah, there'll be a crop of young NFC quarterbacks. Of course there will. There always are. Okay, but right now, you don't see the AFC quarterbacks being like the young AFC quarterback. I'm not going to be able to convince you here. You're giving me Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott, and I'm giving you Mahomes, Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin, Herbert, Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa. You don't think that's a better than the NFC? Yeah, that's a, that's a great <laughs> crop of young players. But, and we're going to throw Trevor Lawrence in there? And Trevor Lawrence, yeah, thank you. Right, but... Okay, there are people who are excited about Justin Fields. You, you in the long run, you don't think in five years. You think in five years, this is going to be a dominant AFC because of that group. Um, I think they are the better quarterbacks. The vo- the greater volume of young quarterbacks re- reside in the AFC. Definitely. I mean, listen, there's a lot of NFC teams who need new quarterbacks, so I don't know what it's going to look like next year. But I would say right now, I mean, what does Detroit end up doing? You mentioned about Fields in Chicago. What does Atlanta end up doing? The Carolina Panthers obviously need a a quarterback. The New Orleans Saints need a quarterback. The Rams might need a quarterback. I mean, this is a second concussion in, what, three weeks for Matthew Stafford? That can't be good. I do think you're stretching a little bit. Even Okay, so you're saying keep Lamar Jackson from the Super Bowl. I, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to pin Lamar Jackson out of the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson's either going to figure it out or he's not. I, don't, I think it honestly has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know about Herbert. I, I don't know. I well, love Herbert. You, you were saying that you thought if the Chargers were fully healthy, then they would have won that game last night. Oh, definitely. I think the Chargers, I mean, no, no team. The Broncos are the most injured team in the NFL, but the Chargers are a close second. Come on. Last night was it even? The last two games for the Chargers have been dead even. Can you imagine if you put Joey Bosa onto that team? Of course, they'd be really good. I mean, Mahomes' dominance, though, in the AFC, it's just in the numbers. He's 14 to 0 in AFC West road games. 
I mean, I don't know if anything's a given there. He has he's won 25 consecutive games in the months of November and December. I mean, the this is like unassailable. I'm sure anything could happen, but like that's a track record that is not a fluke. Yeah, he's he's great. And I know the Chargers always play them tough. I mean, it's amazing that he's kept Tua out of the Super Bowl. It's, <laughs> but yeah, I know. I think you you're giving the you benefit. Don't in Tua. I think you're giving the benefit of the doubt to some young quarterbacks who haven't done anything yet. This piece are high picks. I mean, Tua. <laughs> You, you don't think the Miami offense is special? And they're on a bye well, this week, Well, I mean, obviously. I don't think I'm like, I don't, when I look at the future of the AFC, I don't think, man, it's going to be hard to keep two out of the Super Bowl. I, I have no idea. I mean, maybe it's going to be really good, but. You don't I, think two is going to be a Pro Bowl quarterback? Probably this year he's going to be a this Pro year, Bowl This year. I might. I'm a little worried about the future of Tua. Well, we're all worried about his future because yeah. no one wants him to get hit in the head again. Like, of course, but. You're, you don't see the way that this offense is playing in Miami, that like Tua is a big part of it and that his trajectory is up. Are we not watching the same Miami Dolphins? It's funny, though. You you go Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. You already put Tua in that conversation? Well, Lamar Jackson. I'm talking about young, exciting quarterbacks in the AFC. Definitely Tua is in the conversation. Ah, that's funny. I, I would not put him there yet. Yeah, he's playing really well right now. But no, I, I don't put him in Josh Allen. You're saying Josh Allen and Tua, same, same. I'm not saying they same, same. I'm saying they beat the Bills earlier this year. So I, I don't, they're not same, same, but the offense in Miami is like just as explosive, if not more than the Bills. Yeah, I know. Because they have Tyree Kill. <laughs> well, of course they got Tyree Kill, but it's not like the Bills don't have any receivers. They have Stephon Diggs. They got Gabe Davis. They've got they don't Tyree have Tyree Kill, Kill Jalen Waddle. I, exactly, which I, I think is bodes well for Miami. That's why I'm making the case for them. And Tua has shown that he can get these guys the ball. I don't know. Tua reminds me a little bit of where we were with Kyler Murray the last two years. Really exciting. Everyone's like, oh, this is this guy's the future. But it's it's sustained success in the NFL is a lot harder. There's a lot to prove for Tua. Honestly, let's see him get through this year healthy, and then well, he maybe has it. you mean the last however many games they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get through the end of the season healthy, then maybe we put him in this conversation. But I don't, I don't see that this, you know, this idea that that Justin Herbert, Tua, Lamar Jackson are Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Patrick yeah. Ewing, and the Michael Jordan phenomenon. The other thing too is the NFC is probably going to win half the Super Bowls. I don't know how, but Listen, they won last you, year. You get to the Super Bowl, that game's in it. But I don't understand why, though. What do you mean? Like, I think the Super Bowl is, like, that game itself is just, like, on an island. I'm talking about preventing the other AFC quarterbacks from getting to the Super Bowl. Like, I know Joe Burrow went last year, but I think that they need – they. it's unfortunate for them they didn't finish the job because I don't think they're getting back. I think there are, I think there are a lot of AFC teams that will knock off the Chiefs the next year. I think – You think that, it's more of a revolving door. Yeah, I just think the, because of injuries. I think that Patrick Mahomes will end up closer to Aaron Rodgers' Super Bowl rings than hmm. Tom Brady's, which is – maybe Mahomes wins two, three, four. Brady won seven. That's not going to happen. I don't think anyone's getting to seven. It's yeah. going to be really, really hard. If anyone could, it would probably be Mahomes. Yeah. But he would have probably needed to win that second one in back-to-back years yeah. to really set himself on that track. but And his style doesn't feel as sustainable as Brady. Well, but see, that's where I feel like it's a danger to discount all-time great players that they can't find new ways to win. Like, no one would have ever said that Brady could play till 45 until he's doing it. But his athleticism was completely zero throughout from <laughs> 24 to 45. Yeah, name... You know, name another quarterback who is like athletic, like Mahomes, who's played into his late thirties and been awesome. It, I, yeah, I mean, line. I can't. He's gonna have. Rogers to, is the closest thing. He's gonna have to, as he gets older, 
find a new type of way to play, which because he has such a great arm and because the way the game is going, which is you can't touch quarterbacks, I would bet on that more than I would bet against it. I think these guys are going to age pretty well, especially Mahomes. He's savvy too. Like he's got all the different arm angles and all that stuff. Like that's not something that goes away with age. Yeah. The other thing too, by the way, I was just thinking I should have said this to your previous argument. What's that? So Mahomes is what? 27, 28? 27, yeah. In his prime, he's going to have Caleb Williams in the NFC. He's got, There's going to be so many up-and-comers. And a lot of the guys you named were 24, 25 years old. There's a whole new crop of 21, 22, 23, 24 guys who watch Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's going to be – there's a lot of competition coming from all angles for Patrick Mahomes. It's not just those young guys. I, I think it's going to be really hard. I think he's going to have teams coming at him and the Chiefs. The other thing, people adjust. You've seen the Bills have tried to beat a Chiefs-proof team. I think there's going to be other teams that are going to be like, oh, I see what the Chiefs are doing. I'm going to counter it with this. So that's another challenge in the NFL that you really don't get with a Michael Jordan in the NBA. Okay, so with all of that said, if I were to give you one pick on the person you would take to start your franchise around, who would it be? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, of course. Yeah, right. I mean, so even uh, Who's mix- the competition? Anyone you want it to be. I mean, anyone you could take Tyreek Hill. You could take anyone you want. If I Tyreek Hill's a little older, but right. Okay, but I'm saying you could take uh, Michael Parsons. You could take anybody. But if that's where I feel like we're not just talking about any old quarterback here. Like that's the deference that I'm giving Mahomes. Like I think he has a chance to be in the all-time great conversation. I think he's already in it. Yeah, definitely. No, I think you know. I think you're saying he's Michael Jordan. Though. That he's going to keep in terms of the AFC, not in terms of how many Super Bowls he's going to have. When it gets to the Super Bowl, I don't anything can happen in that game. But in terms of keeping those other AFC quarterbacks out of the big game, we'll see. No, of course we're going to see. I know because <laughs> yeah. we watch every week. Of course we're going to see. I, I just, I just think there's going to be a lot of teams coming at Patrick Mahomes. And the thing is, even this year, the Bills are still equal favorites for the Super Bowl. I think that's crazy, just like you do, but. Are we going to be surprised if something happens and, you know... Well, you can never account for injury, but I think... That's that why it's hard. The be- combination, though, of, like, Mahomes, who, of all of his great traits, which is the arm, the athleticism, his creativity, improvising, he also does have Andy Reid there, too. Yeah. So that's an all-time great coach who you're pairing with an all-time great player. I think they have so many things going for them. And even when Kelsey eventually retires, I think they're just going to replace him. Like the look at how they've just replaced Tyree Kill. Like I, I just think it, it's gonna be, like a, it's just the machine is yeah. gonna keep going. One guy I think we probably haven't talked about enough in this conversation. Who's that? Joe Burrow's got something too. No, I mean Joe Burrow's awesome. He's got a little magic. Joe Burrow's awesome. I, I, mean, I worry it, for them that they miss their opportunity. Like they had the chance. You take down the Chiefs. You get to the Super Bowl, and you had the game in your hands and could not and could not score. How old is and Joe Burrow? All, and Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald. Joe Burrow was, I know he threw a pick into TJ Watt's uh, head yesterday. Yeah, I know. That was bizarre. But Joe Burrow reminds me a little bit of Mahomes and the fact that third and 12, Joe Burrow does not care. He's He's got a, a little special sauce. In fact, I put him probably over Herbert, probably over Lamar. That's like, okay, yeah. sit, let's take Mahomes out of it. Who's your AFC? Who's the guy you build around? 
I mean, I would take Josh Allen. You're talking about third and 12. I mean, he's got no problem with that either. If he runs. If he runs, yeah. Right. Uh, and sometimes when he throws, he's he's got the arm too and and the elusiveness. I mean, Joe Burrow does not run nearly as much as Mahomes is this, or Allen. Is this whole take just to fade your bills? So no, it's not the, to fade Are you trying to earn a bills victory here? No, not at all. I was actually really <laughs> impressed with the bills yesterday. They had the most conservative game plan I've seen since they drafted Josh Allen. Oh, it was amazing. They ran the ball. It was taking field goals. And you don't feel like they're going to be bent on vengeance when they get in the playoffs against the Chiefs? Of course they are. It doesn't mean they're going to get it. They're squandering home field advantage. It's their own fault. Yeah, but Arrowhead is, is, I know it's tough. I feel like they can win in Arrowhead. They've won twice there in the last two years. But In the regular season. Yeah. It's very different. And they almost won last year. I don't know. I feel like the universe is also letting the Bills. I don't know. I still, I just don't see this as a guarantee the Chiefs could get in every year. I mean, come on. You did mention that young court. There's a lot of competition. These, you know, Justin Herbert ever gets Sean Payton there in LA. If, I don't know, if, if Jalen Hurts is who we think, I know, sorry, Super Bowl is who we think we are. But there's a lot of young quarterbacks coming up. The other thing is they all watch Mahomes. They all watch the Chiefs. They're all stealing them. Sean McVay came out last year. There's going to be another Sean McVay. Kyle Shanahan's going to be doing something. Who knows what he's <laughs> going to be doing? I'm telling you, it's not like Michael Jordan. There's way too much going on in football. You can't single-handedly dominate it. I don't think Mahomes can either. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. How many more Super Bowls do you think Peyton Manning would have had if Tom Brady never existed? Would Phillip Rivers have won a Super Bowl? I mean, I think that for... Like, all of Brady's, like, dominance. I mean, Peyton Manning is, we think of him as one of the all-time, all-time great great quarterbacks. Two Super Bowls, four appearances. And that's great, but Brady just kills him. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is probably the most talented quarterback of all time, and he's won one Super Bowl. Okay, but I'm just talking about, like, one quarterback in one conference. How many more do we think that Ben Roethlisberger would have if Tom Brady didn't come, wasn't exist, didn't come along? Did Ben ever lose to the Patriots? He probably did. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like they kind of miss each other. <laughs> like it, it was but fun. They're playing in the same era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, Ben went to three and won two. Yeah, uh, it's hard. I mean, Dan Marino is one of the great quarterbacks of all time. Only went to one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers won one. Drew Brees won one. Peyton really won one. Won two. I know you don't give him credit for the second. Brett one. Favre won one and won three straight MVPs. So yeah, I'm just telling you, that Patrick Mahomes has one Super Bowl ring right now. Maybe I'll get a second this year. Just. To get I to look seven, at it as, I look it's, at it, it's a long, well, I don't know if long he's getting to seven. Way. I look at it as not one Super Bowl ring, as four straight AFC championship appearances. Like, they're the Donovan ones McNabb there. did that. Okay. <laughs> okay. With Andy Reid, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No Super Bowls. Yeah. Doesn't blow me away. Say it against you. Big Ben 0-3 in his playoff career against the Patriots. Like, Brady, Brady, I mean... Tried his damnedest, basically did keep these guys from more Super Bowls. And I think Mahomes is going to have a similar effect. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers at every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Very stressful weekend in the Perloff household, Maggie. Very, very stressful. Wakanda forever? Saw Wakanda forever. It's very long. Uh, I wasn't crying. You were crying. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sure I would be bawling. I yeah. always cry in every movie. Yeah, yeah. This one uh, is, if you cry at every movie, you would especially cry at this one. There was not a dry eye in the theater. Yeah. Uh, but they did a nice job trying to honor Chadwick Boseman's life. Anyway, no spoilers. Uh, I will not even get into that. It's very good, though. The stressful part was Sunday. The Philadelphia Eagles are playing Jeff Saturday. And you, you can't <laughs> They're lose. not playing the Colts. They're just playing no, Jeff no. Saturday. They're not playing the Colts. Yeah. You cannot lose to Jeff Saturday. Just, you cannot lose to a guy who's plucked Don't out of the booth. That's Stu's right here. Yeah, I know about for the Raiders. That. I know. And people want to fire Josh McDaniels on the spot. <laughs> they definitely That's do. what happens if you lose to Jeff Saturday. So I, I think the Colts are actually an okay team. But th- I could not walk out of that game with a loss. It just could not happen. I know. You personally. You put your body on the line. So to no. walk out of there with a loss. No, I get it. I didn't even pick the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. But I just felt the the sort of pressure and the embarrassment of that would have been bad. Because I am feeling the Eagles right now. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're a good team. They came away with a win. Jalen Hurts led a fourth-quarter drive. It was awesome. But it was stressful. It was <laughs> Colts had first and goal at the five-yard line to put the game away. And did not score, and the Eagles sacked them and clearly faced mass Matt Ryan, and they did not throw the flag, <laughs> which would have been the game. So after a big game, I like to call my dad and recap the game. Yeah. I call my dad, <laughs> and I go, Dad, we did it. What did you think? And he goes, what do you mean? I'm like, the Eagles won. He's like, I turned it off. What? <laughs> He's like, when they got down to the, to the first and five at the goal line, I turned it off. How did the Eagles win? And I had, to, <laughs> I had to walk him through the game. He's like, no, nah, I, I turned it off. I want no part of that. 
Is that like, is that the more responsible fan thing to do? Like for your heart rate, for your blood pressure, yes. just turn the game off. Yes. He's not a young man and he <laughs> just definitely did not want the stress, but I felt like that's a little too far. I to avoid stress. Sometimes I hide. Sometimes I put the TV on mute. <laughs> sometimes I go into the kitchen and distract myself, but to turn the game off and then to not come back, that's hardcore. I can't imagine doing that. Is yeah. this, maybe this is what it's like when you get to be a little bit, you know, more of a seasoned vet of yeah, a yeah. sports fan. No, he, well, that's the <laughs> you thing. Just turn you the would game think off. that all the Don't experience, all. all the experience watching games, and my dad has watched many Eagles games. You would learn to realize that there's only so much you can do as a fan to control a game. He's gotten no better. He gets <laughs> just as stressed out now as he did ever. But to walk away and not, and I had to tell him that that they won. That is so weird to me. And, you know, he's a little older. He doesn't exactly have on his phone. Yeah, like the alert? Yeah, like there's 700 indications on my phone that the <laughs> Eagles won the game. Nothing. My dad had no idea. So it was a, a thrill to get to explain to him what happened. I'm like, well, then Jalen Hurts ran there and da 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 But there were a lot of interesting things in the game. I have to be honest, Meg. I came away from that game not totally sure that the Eagles are the favorite in the NFC. I think the Cowboys and tonight's Niners teams are right there, and I think Tom Brady's Bucks are getting healthy. I, I think it's going to be a really, really tightly packed NFC playoffs. I don't feel as good as I might have felt a few weeks ago. Yeah, I understand why. I mean, the Eagles are still a good team, and you sign Linval Joseph and Ndamukong Sue off the street. They're yeah. com- combining for sacks. like Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to revisit my signing guys off the street take because I don't want the offensive line community mad at me, but <laughs> no, uh, no. on the defensive line, it no, certainly no, no, no. works. You don't want to get those guys mad at you. No, offensive I don't want the linemen are relatively nice. <laughs> Linval Joseph and Ndamukong Sue. No, bro, I don't want yeah. any smoke. Um, I, think that, I think that the Cowboys are... They're playing really, really well. Yeah, but you know what? We've seen this movie, and you know we've seen this movie. No, I know. And you know there's going to be a critical decision. You're going to have Mike McCarthy on one sideline. You're going to have Kyle Shanahan, who blew a 28-3 on the other sideline. You're going to have Nick Sirianni on another sideline. We don't know what the heck (laughs) he's going to do. And then we have Todd Bowles, who looks like he has no control in the last two minutes of a game. All these coaches, all the great coaches... Nobody knows what you're going to get in the final two minutes of a game. Andy Reid is not even a great two final two minute coach. He was good last night. Yeah, last night was good. So, but it's particularly noticeable with Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys because <laughs> they look great right now. But then you say, wait, Mike McCarthy's a coach. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, he, he needs to atone for what happened in the playoffs last year. No doubt about it. Because he came out with a reputation from Green Bay that he had got not aggressive. They're kicking field goals in playoff games. and They should have been going for it. Aaron Rodgers, all of that. And then there's like nowhere else, no way else to cut it. Like that loss against San Francisco was terrible at home last year. San Francisco was a tough team, but that was a terrible loss. So we've been talking about that. We've also been talking about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and sort of projecting out what it's going to look like for the Chiefs. I think that Mahomes is, you know, about to go on like a, a Michael Jordan-style run, which is not necessarily winning six in a row. It's not that. It's just keeping other great quarterbacks in the in the AFC from even reaching the Super Bowl. There's a lot of good young quarterbacks in the AFC who are hungry and fighting for their first Super Bowl. And I think Mahomes and the combination of Reed and how good they've been is – so special to me that I think it has a chance to keep a lot of these other guys out. Let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Joey is in Myrtle Beach. Joey, what do you think? Yeah, so I got an interesting way to look at this. So Tom Brady, he's been in the league for like 20-something years. Yep. He has seven Super Bowl rings and 11 appearances or something like that. Um, so 
still currently he's the GOAT. Yep. But within that 20-something years, though, there have still been other quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl. Sure. So, you know, Pat, Pat Mahomes is probably going to be the new GOAT, but I still think, like Proloff said, that, you know, these are, you, you lose once in the playoffs, you're done. Um, so I just – I just, you know, I see what you're saying. He's going to be dominant. He's probably going to be the new GOAT, but I think other guys are going to have their chance. You know, that's a great point, by the way. In the NBA, you get a best-of-seven series. That's a huge distinction. No, I understand it. I just think, like, think about what you're saying, right? Tom Brady has this unbelievable career, and, yes, other guys won Super Bowls, but let's just take the two other guys in the AFC who are playing alongside with them. How many more would Peyton Manning have had without Tom Brady? How many more would Ben Roethlisberger have had without Brady? He kept them from... You know, from multiple, multiple rings. We Peyton had two and and Roethlisberger had two. But these guys who are walking into the Hall of Fame with just two, when I think that you would have projected more for Peyton Manning? Maybe Peyton, definitely not Ben. Well, ben Ben getting two is yeah. somewhat of a miracle. Yeah. Well, the first one might have been a little in spite of him, but Yeah, and he you almost won that third against Aaron Rodgers. But yeah, I I mean Eli won two. I get what you're saying. I, I just think that I think it's a great point. I think a big distinction is if the Chiefs got these teams in a best of seven series, yes, they would probably get more. But it's just it's a very fickle sport. I mean, there's a lot. Joe Burrow, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if another Joe Burrow came up in the next couple of years and knocked him off in an accidental win like that. Let's go to Richard, who's also in Myrtle Beach. Richard, what's happening? Hey guys, how are we doing? So I'm looking at this a, a totally different direction. Um, you know. I think the Kansas City Chiefs Mahomes will be great as long as the referees don't call their penalties. Uh, I believe the NFL has made the Kansas City Chiefs their new darlings. Oh, wow. Last night, the last night on that last offensive uh, uh, you know, play from the Kansas City Chiefs, the last time they touched the ball before they scored, there was a huge no call for a offensive pass interference. The last time the Chiefs played the Chargers, there were so many late hits on Justin Hubert it was ridiculous. Hmm. Well, wait, I by the way, that's the actually, NFL, that's a real I question. The, but, you I know, to play, Richard. Turning its head. I don't think they're calling the game fair with the Chiefs. Richard, though, you can't say that. Be Sean McVay, last night, obviously, they picked Derwin James on a key play. That's what Sean McVay and the Rams did. How how much you let these offenses, these big motion offenses, get away with picking the receivers is a huge factor because that's the Chiefs' game. I mean, they're crossing right in the middle there. They got away with one. Probably, I I might have thrown the flag on that one. That was close. Did that you... was no. They, I mean, the I think the entire, I think the I think the entire stand almost fainted for that <laughs> not being a call, and that should have that should have been an offensive pass interference. It was very black. It was crazy that it wasn't called. You know, Richard, uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Did you see Peter King's column this morning where no. tra- where Travis Kelsey says they ran the exact same play last year when they beat the Chargers? It was that the the big gain to Kelsey was the exact same thing where the other wide receiver kind of sets the pick, like muddies up the play in the middle, and then Kelsey gets free. It's the same exact thing. This one though, the receiver got the receiver didn't get out of his way at all. Yeah, he, I think the receiver was a little sloppy on the pick there. And there was a, there was two others plays, I can think of the top of my head, where they picked Sky Moore's man off. It's tough. I mean, that's that's the name of the game in today's NFL, but McVay got away with it a million times last year, so why not? Yeah, I, I just – do you think that the NFL is in a conspiracy to make sure that the Kansas City Chiefs no. win? I no, just, there's no. a million no, terrible I mean, calls every week. Like, how about, la- how about yesterday with the no call on the block in the back for the Patriots as mm. they're returning the game-winning – 
That one, I'm not surprised at it. But Apologize. by the way, I do think they're against the Chargers. I think they're against the Saints. I mean, that's just fact. That's everyone, well, everyone knows that. But yeah. no, the block in the back, there's no way they were going to call that. They were never going to call that. They were never going to call that. Never going to call it. Just never, ever. Did you see they, they put out an announcement? And we're talking about the end of the, the Patriots punt return. Yep. A Patriots blocker came and wailed a Jets guy in the back. They said that he came from the side. <laughs> I did see that. Which he kind of did. <laughs> I, I could see it, but it was not a good look. And I get so mad at special teams plays because there's a flag on almost every one of them. Yep. So many blocks in the back are completely unnecessary. Why? All your job is a special teamer is to not block in the back. Why do they all do it all the time? <laughs> Why did that guy throw that block at the end? Well, it's funny because even when you're seeing like Cordero Patterson, who's running back a yeah. touchdown yesterday, it's always so, it's like a miracle from heaven when there's not a flag on one of these plays. Yeah. People are wondering like, why don't they do more of these plays? Like, how come this doesn't happen? It's like, because there's a flag on every freaking play. I know, I hate it. Uh, I don't like... Uh, my big pet peeve is when there's a big run play and there's a hold. Be- Come on, just let it go. <laughs> well, I mean, those are the ones you might want to call. My pet peeve on a run play though. The well, run plays are so fast at the line. You're telling me that they actually held the guy? I don't know that one. I guess I can get behind. I just don't like it when they call hold on a play that's 25 feet away yeah. from where the ball is. It's like who cares? It wasn't even involved in the play. So the guys hold him at the line of scrimmage. What does it matter? To me, a hold is when the guy's about to blow up the quarterback and you grab him. Run plays are bam, bam, just like that, and maybe you wrap a little bit. But I, I think that offensive holding is so random and arbitrary. I know. But blocks in the back, not good. Don't do that. I want to coach special teams. I'm just saying, <laughs> just do not block in the you, back all year, and we will be ahead of the game. Okay, can I predict what you would be like as a special teams coach? What? Oh, uh, you, Bones Fossil? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, Jim Fossil's son. I think that you would be like every trick play. Oh yeah. Be like it's fourth and twelve. Yeah. You're punting from your own thirty-five, and Perloff would be like, "Oh, we're running a we're running a fake here." Yeah, that's Bones Fossil. <laughs> that guy had Johnny Hecker throw more passes than Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Uh, what about the Chargers, by the way, going to punt on so many different occasions last night? Not the Brandon Staley we know. Did Brandon Staley react to Twitter? Is that what's going on here? No, I. They like to say that it's because the defense is better. So he trusts them can't more. I'm like, I don't know. No, not that's... this year. They can't possibly. No, that was the excuse for the, or not the excuse, the reason but not earlier anymore. in the season. But not anymore. Now they're so beat up. There's Everyone on earth knew the Chiefs were going to score in those key. No, the, the Chargers should have gone for it more last night. It's amazing that Brandon Staley's gone against type and ruining the team again. I wonder if he's worried about his job. I mean, I would be if I were him. Yeah, we'll try winning the game. That might help. Try not giving the ball to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> well, I think maybe he feels like, oh, if I'm conservative, then, you know, maybe they'll have less reason to fire me. I have no idea. Yeah, and it's funny. Playing not to lose is not good. He had he was at, the, I think, the 34-yard line with fourth and inches, his own 34. I'm sorry. Just when you're going against Patrick Mahomes, I'm sorry. Take huge risks. Do not give that ball back to him. Uh, we got a quarterback update for you that you're going to want to hear after this, but we have started doing some trivia on this show. So I'm going to ask a trivia question. We'll give you the answer on the way back so you can chew on this in the break. Micah Parsons had two sacks in yesterday's blowout win over the Minnesota Vikings. It's the eighth game in which Parsons has had multiple sacks. Only three other players have had at least eight games with two sacks in their first two NFL seasons. Who are they? It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Mike in Manhattan. Did you see that Blake Martinez retired? 
because he is sitting on a gold mine of Pokemon cards. <laughs> Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. Of course, this is our buddy Mike Sampter, yep. who's out today after ignoring a wild weekend of college and pro football to <laughs> talk about a collectible issue. <laughs> yeah. So Blake Martinez, former Giants linebacker, former Raider for a few days there. Yeah. Old days, yeah. Long time for the Packers. So, yeah. okay, I don't buy this story. He retired, right? He we, retired, and it was suspect because he led the team in tackles the week before and then just, like, mysteriously retired the next week. Right. Like, and Why? Th- now it turns out that he sold some Pokemon cards? Yeah, so this is what our producer Mike Sampter sent to us, that there was a final sale price for the Illustrator Pikachu, a.k.a. the Swirlustrator, went for $672,000 and apparently belonged to Blake Martinez. So, and that is why he retired? Because he had this extra 600000 Dude made $29 million in his career. I don't <laughs> now, think one Pokemon egg, card. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the $600,000 <laughs> card is going to make that big a difference. Um, I'm reading the article now on Yahoo Finance. It's the same type of rare card that Logan Paul paid over $5 million for earlier this year and wore, wore around his neck during WrestleMania in April, although he was graded a 10 or perfect quality. I don't know. So I imagine this was great. Had to be graded at ten, right? And Sue, you you say you have a buddy who has Pokemon cards. It was a nine point five. I'm yeah. sorry, it was a nine point five rating. So I, you, so you have a friend who has Pokemon cards, and yes. he's not selling them. If you could sell them for this much, why would anyone hold on to them? Because this is obviously a bubble. Well, he doesn't have any that are like six hundred thousand dollars. He has some that are probably in the thousands, but nothing that's that high. Um, I agree with you. I would probably sell at this point. I don't know anything about Pokemon really. But <laughs> no, me neither. It, with that kind of money, I wouldn't mess around and, hey, you know, the chance it might go down. That's, you don't want that. Well, we already saw, I think the card, remember the card peak in the pandemic, 2020, yeah. 2021? And then the NFTs got really big. Yeah, and both of them, I think, have come down to earth. I believe so. Um, I do not have any valuable cards. Do you have <laughs> I was anything gonna like say, that? Do you collect <laughs> anything? I don't collect I anything. Have, I have... Thousands and thousands of baseball cards. All of them have been thumbed through a thousand times. All of the great all-star. I would trade a rookie Don Mattingly for a Yvonne Jesus Philly <laughs> shortstop any day of the week. I had no you idea. You were the sucker. Yeah, no, I had no idea. I didn't care about non-Phillies teams when I was a kid, so I would trade for all the Phillies players. That's all I cared about. <laughs> He's like, there goes Stupid. your Ken Griffey rookie card. Yeah, but even those, you know, with the funny thing about baseball cards, the markets got flooded in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So those cards are all worthless. I mean, what was the the Ricky Henderson rookie was supposed to be worth a lot, right? Yeah. The Ken Griffey Jr. I, I, I say if you have those, get rid of them. Well, if you have the Pokemon 9.5 Illustrator, yeah. it says 1998 here. I don't know. Blake Martinez apparently said he found this just opening like a run-of-the-mill Pokemon box of cards. Oh, wow. wow. So he's just lucky. So he didn't even buy it. I thought like he bought a, you know, spent his money on cards and just went up in value, but he actually found it in the pack. Wow. Uh, yeah, allegedly. My uh, my old my friend Dan Patrick, he's got some Pokemons. His son was a Pokemon collector, and Gary V, our buddy Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah, who's of course. basically the guru of this card collecting market, guru of many things, said, yeah. "Dan, all you care about is your Pokemon cards. Don't worry about all the sports cards and the vintage records you have. The Pokemon <laughs> cards are where it's at." Can I tell you that I this is a word for word conversation that I had with Gary V not to flex about who we know, but Gary V is awesome. And he's a huge New York sports fan. So Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, told me in 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, the whole world is like totally up in arms. He's like, Maggie, 
you got to buy this Josh Allen rookie card. I'm telling you, you got to buy this Josh Allen rookie mm-hmm. card. I'm like, all right. I mean, listen, Gary, you've made like billions and billions of dollars. Like if you say I should do it, I should probably do it. How much is it? $25,000. I was like, Gary, <laughs> what do you, yeah. what do you think I do? Like, you think I have $25,000 laying around to spend on a Josh Allen rookie card? I don't, I'd be so. so freaked out too. What you, you have a young kid at home. What He's like, you... it will pay for his college. I'm like, I don't know, Gary. It seems like you have a little more disposable income than me. Here's the, a, here's the billions a... because you invested in Uber. Here's a question. Where do you put it? Like, where do you keep it? Safety deposit box. You have a safety deposit box? I would get one if I spent twenty five grand on a car, and I think I could pony up the extra. I don't even know. Don't you have to, bucks for, don't you have to pay for it? I don't think it's a hundred bucks no, for a safety. A, a couple hundred bucks, I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like all of a sudden you're in the safety deposit. Where do you think I'm keeping it? Like in the sock drawer? I'm just saying, like Gary Vee's asking a lot of you. Not only you're supposed <laughs> to buy this card, then you're supposed to go to, out to a bank and get the safety deposit box. And next thing you know, it's getting robbed like I see in every movie. <laughs> yes, of course. And that's the one thing they take. I don't like, uh, I feel like there's so much stress with something like that because then you're worried about the value of it all the time. It doesn't seem like a fun purchase to me. And when you're going to, I guess, hang on forever. I'm sorry, Stu. How much is the safety deposit box? Uh, $60 annually is the average. Oh, Oh, there you go. Not bad. (laughs) That's money well spent. (laughs) (laughs) It it would be stressful for me. I get stressed out. I'm going to, like, lose my credit cards and my phone. What do you think about a Josh Allen rookie card that I plunked down $25,000 for? Yeah, I'd be a little stressed about that. I mean, I, I am an NFT collector, of course. You know about my NFT Oh, I do know about your one my, NFT. My one NFT. It's like a Joel Embiid dunk or something? No, it's a Bryce Young with uh, sort of flowers around his neck, uh, the Alabama quarterback. Yeah. I don't know where it is or how I... I know access I spent $100 on it, <laughs> but I don't know how to access it or where it exists and how to get it out. Honestly, I'm dead serious. I don't know where it is. Did you is. forget your password? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what site it was on. I honestly... It's floating out there in the Ethernet somewhere. If anyone knows where it is or has seen it... Please let me know. Well, you didn't the, think to maybe bookmark that one, bookmark <laughs> that website. <laughs> when he wins the second Heisman, it becomes the uh, first overall me pick. Something. Honestly, you I thought they'd email you something. Have you watched what's going on with FTX? Yeah, yeah. No, there no was one, there's no there there. Pat, there was something really weird that went on the purchase. They, they I needed like three different kinds of bank cards because they only took this kind. I don't even know. All I <laughs> know is what sounds like a scam. All I know is someone has my identity, but I got <laughs> ownership of an NFT. I'll take that deal. Pretty good shot. You're going to get a 404 message when you try yeah. to visit the website of your said. That's, well, I mean, that's an error message. It's just a picture of Bryce Young. I'll recreate it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the point? Um, okay, we got to answer our trivia question for today. This was Stu's trivia question about Micah Parsons. Two sacks in yesterday's blowout went over the Vikings. It's the eighth game in which he's had multiple sacks. Only three other players have had at least eight games with two sacks in their first two NFL seasons. Who are they? Three other players have had at least eight games with multiple sacks in their first two NFL seasons. Who are they? I came up with LT and Reggie White. I came up with TJ Watt, Reggie White, and Miles Garrett. Okay. Wait, I thought you said three. Sorry. Yeah, there's three. There's I three. only came up with two. Oh, okay. Uh, TJ Watt, that's a good one. <laughs> um, Can I get on that one? Now, I was wondering about LT. Did he, did he start the when they recorded sacks? Was his rookie season they recorded sacks? Yes. That was the first year they recorded sacks? Yeah. Okay, so LT is good, too. I didn't know about LT. What's the answer? So, Reggie White is correct. He had eight. Uh, LT is not an answer, believe wow. it or not. The other two are Sean Merriman, who had eight, and Alden Smith, who had nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. You know, those two guys were off to great careers. Yeah. You know? Alden Smith obviously had some issues. Sean Merriman's a great dude. 
We should have him on the show to talk about it. That's a good excuse. He's in MMA. Uh, Probably has a million cool NFTs. Really quickly, tonight, who do you like? The 49ers are 10-point favorites against the Cardinals in Mexico City. Uh, you can't bet against Colt McCoy. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> okay. I will also take the points sound. in this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also like the Christian McCaffrey over 63 and a half rush yards if you're looking uh, to make things a little interesting. Thank you, Stu Kovacs. Thank you, Pat Boyle. We will see you back here. Have a great night, everyone. We out. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.